Welcome to the Odette Love Letter. I'm Kelly Odette Laughlin, the founder of Odette Press, and I'm really glad you're here today. It's February 15th, 2022, and this week we're continuing our examination of love as a practice, as a feeling, as an action. In today's newsletter, let's savor. It's the morning time. I know this because birds are chirping, and through the stripes made from the blinds on the window pane, I can see the sunlight is outside. I notice the birds call more, and wonder whether their louder calls are because I'm noticing them or because the seasons are changing ever so slowly. Are the birds calling louder as the light grows every day, or am I just paying more attention? As the light grows and shines through the blinds, I'm savoring it. I think of Saturday night as I sit down to write to you, and the memory of sitting at the counter. I'm sitting solo near the kitchen sink. Remnants of chocolate dot the counter from the previous day's melting baking experiments. The white, round plate in front of me is as inviting as the full moon I see grow more complete in the sky each night, made even more sweet with the last slice of the weekend's chocolate cake in the center. Through practice and repetition, we find ourselves again and again at the center. And it's through the refuge of our practice that we find a way to savor, which is this week's theme. Not too rigid, not too loose. It's the ground my teacher guides us on in training over the weekend. Not too little, not too much, I think. Baking asks us to be precise. Another teacher, years before, sits at the front of the room by the window that frames the rolling hills across the horizon. She opens and closes her palms as we sit together in retreat. Is this a heart? Palm opens. Is this a heart? Palm closes. No, she says. But when the palm is pulsing back and forth, opening and closing, she says, that's a heart. She is satisfied. It's the movement between the two, she says, that gives us life, that heart beating. I'm there back at the kitchen sink. The impulse is familiar. You have so many things to do, so many books lying in your nightstand, the story of so many things to do, no time to think. And then I notice the space around the thought, and I take a breath and slow down and notice the spaciousness I create. It is a small space. It's a pinprick like a single star against a night sky, but the space is there. I notice it and pause. The next step I take is the one to savor. To savor is to notice and take something in completely. And it's this presence I connect to while I'm eating, tasting, making, noticing. Noticing gives us space to pause. Noticing helps us savor. I choose to sit and eat the cake at the kitchen counter slowly. I think of the chocolatiers from North Carolina. I think of the cacao farmers from God knows where, most likely tropical climates, whose labor and time and expertise make it possible to be eating this now, along with the grain farmers, the vendors and producers, without whom the labor and material and time and expertise would render this experience untenable, out of reach. I think of the person at the counter of the wine store whose efforts and presence rendered the chocolate sold to me, a stranger who is both familiar and so necessary, but still just a stranger to me. The kitchen is quiet. The cake is gone. The sky outside this room I'm in is dark, and I savor it. I eat the chocolate cake and think of the constellation of efforts that align to make this moment possible. I lick the fork clean. I offer them thanks. Love is thankfulness, appreciation, communication, connection, compassion, honesty, taking and giving care. Love is paying attention and giving space and savoring. When we love something, we can savor it. Pass your eyes slowly along the horizon, and instead of watching the world spin by faster and faster, notice everything that you can along the way. 
Cut the cake carefully and slowly. Direct the bite from fork to mouth. Take the time to listen, to really listen to what the people or communities around you have to say. Esther Perel says that, quote, to love is a skill that is cultivated, not merely a state of enthusiasm. It is dynamic and active, imbued with intention and responsibility, and it is a verb, end quote. So when we love, we can savor, and when we don't, we can practice. We can do this while talking. We can do this while eating. When we focus our attention on the act, we can create more space between the urgency of consumption and the gratitude in savoring. Yes, sometimes we have to rush and move quickly. Time, in many cases, and the abundance of it can absolutely be a luxury. But there is love in the act of slowing down when we can. Love in working against the urgency. Is savoring the antidote to greed and urgency? The energy of thoughtlessness? I think so. I sit down at the table and eat the cake, the tart, the dinner, sit up to drink coffee while it's hot in the morning. My partner with his precision teaches me how to be present more precisely with ingredients, to savor and taste. The savoring I extend to writing, to teaching. I know that each moment as I am witness to it, experience it, and consume it, I'll be filled with the material things like conversation, creativity, flour and eggs and chocolate, and the material of the experience. My body will process it, soak up any nutrients from the food, sensations from the moment, and digest them. I will get up from the table and begin again. Everything rises, peaks, passes, my teacher says. To acknowledge that all things are temporary is the true abundance. I make the intention to savor it. So imagine this. You're sitting at the counter. There's something you love in front of you. A person, a movie, a landscape, a drink, a gift, a cake. You can try this out in real life, in real time, or take a moment to pause, to imagine, or to write about it. This moment is like a video game. You have options. Press some combination of the A button and up and eat as fast as you can, or press another set of buttons and take the slower road and savor it. Your choice. You choose. But before you take any action, if you can, pause. Draw in a wide, deep breath and let it go slowly. Think, my intention right now is to savor. Recognize the gift in front of me right now. Anything is something I'd like to savor. Begin by noticing. What do you see? Smell. Notice. What's the air around you like? The warmth or coolness of the environment? If you had to make a sketch briefly, what would be the most prominent shapes? Are there colors, textures, noises, feelings? What do you sense? What do you notice? From there, try as slowly as you can to allow that experience in. If you get carried off in thought and idea, come back to whatever's happening in the present. Remember the intention of savoring. Be with it. Breathe slowly with it. Slow down and take it in. Once you've reached the end of the experience, pause and notice again. You can express gratitude, thanks, love, appreciation. Recognize this moment's ending. Everything begins, rises, peaks, passes, and sometimes begins again. Whether the experience is exciting, inspiring, terrible, boring, whatever it is, remember, it's all information. Everything dotting along our experience of life, of space, of time. It's all information. Savoring, like love, is a practice we return to, we tend to, we begin again. 
Esther Perel says that, quote, love is at once an affirmation and a transcendence of who we are. Beginnings are always ripe with possibilities, for they hold the promise of completion. Through love, we imagine a new way of being. Bell Hooks, an equal advocate and activist of love, says that, quote, to be truly visionary, we have to root our imagination in our concrete reality while simultaneously imagining possibilities beyond that reality. So this week, let's let our visions of love and savoring for personal joy and collective caring guide us forward to a path surrounded by love. May you root into love, into possibility, into savoring, into the ripeness of your experience. May this practice be simple and not grandiose, and may you have its richness every day. This week, as you're writing, you can try the six-minute practice if you'd like. Set a timer for two minutes and reflect on a list of the things you're savoring. Set a timer for another two minutes and riff on what you're imagining. Set a timer for two minutes again and answer what feels possible today. Notice the experience and how it rises, peaks, and passes. Notice what you can, whenever you can, along the way. This week, build a journaling practice just for you or revisit the one you already have. We'll be doing this together online on Wednesday. And then Friday, February 18th, 2022, we are gathering together to practice gratitude writing and meditation. All classes are live and online, and I'm so excited to write with you then. As always, you can explore, write back, or respond by replying to this love letter, or you can tag your reflections over on Instagram at Odette Press. You can visit the calendar for more creative classes and events and keep reading to learn about a retreat. I'll be leading a session in uh, this spring for women identifying folks and non-binary business founders this spring. I'm so excited. Thank you all so much for being here, for reading, writing, creating, and returning. Sending you love. Take good care. Keep going. Thank you so much for listening to the audio version of this love letter. I'm Kelly Odette Laughlin, the founder of Odette Press. I'm so excited that you're here and just so glad that you're with us. If you're not already following along, give us a follow on Instagram at Odette Press. You can stay up to date with our behind the scenes, our process shots, see how the journals are made. Of course, stay up to date with classes here in the Odette Press newsletter. And if there's a person in your life who you think might resonate with or benefit from or just like this newsletter, please forward this, share this, send this along. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day.